The Ringer's music critic Rob Harvilla curates and explores 60 iconic songs from the 90s that define the decade. Rob is joined by a variety of guests to break it all down as they turn back the clock. Check out 60 songs that explain the 90s exclusively on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Priya Krishna, Brian Ford, this is your first first meeting. I'm so excited that like this 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 matchup is going to happen. I mean, for you know, Rachel, Priya, myself, we all go way back. I'm excited to to mix up friend groups here. Now we got Brian and Priya worlds colliding. And we're gonna do a completely new wheel for this uh, this this iteration of the Voltron of of the three of us here. And so <laughs> we've got a list of ingredients that are user not user submitted. We don't have users. We, what do we have? We have uh, listeners. We've got listeners. Listeners submitted ingredients. I think these come from the Facebook group. And I'll read them all. If there's more than ten here, I figured maybe the three of us could spend a couple minutes talking about. Uh, which of these are our top 10, we'll give it a spin, and then we'll go cook some recipes. Mm-hmm. So just to start, the the ingredients that people would like to see us cook with are gochujang, sweetened condensed milk, sweet rice flour, I think aka mochiko, uh, yuca, salmon, bourbon, pork belly, pineapple, zucchini, farro, short ribs, red wine, and cabbage. Ooh. I love all of these suggestions. I think they're all great. There are 13 on here. There are three of us. I think we each get one veto is how we should play this out. But before we make our vetoes final, this is not your veto. What's on here that you're you're iffy about? And what on here are you like ride or die? If Priya says, I don't want to use sweet rice flour, gloves are off. I listen, I don't want to see vetoed yuca because y'all don't want to see me cooking with yuca straight up. You don't want to you don't want to see that. You know what I'm saying? That Cuban dish. I'm going to pull out with that yuca. I want yuca uh, off here so bad, man. You <laughs> off here so that was, bad. That was what I was going to say. Priya, we cannot let yuca yeah, be on we're this like, I'm going to get crushed. You must <laughs> leave yuca, man. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Y'all going to get rid of yuca. Man, y'all already got it. All right. What do you want to get rid of, Brian? What do you think about? I want to get rid of... Um, you know, listen, honestly, is it, is it a crime to say nothing? Because I love all of these things. I can do so many things with them. But I suppose salmon, man. I mean, that sounds kind of boring. I ain't trying mm-hmm. to cook. I mean, what, what are we going to do? We're going to cook salmon? I, you know, salmon. 
what are you know saying? Cooked salmon? What are you going to do? Cooked salmon? Yeah. Everyone's going to have like a, a cooked salmon dip. Like, no, I'm Here's good. my salmon. It's cooked. There's a recipe for cooked salmon. Uh, what about you, Priya? What are you, what are you, what are you unwilling to see taken off this list? Um, well, I have just like a limitless amount of um, red wine and cooking puns. So just <laughs> for the puns alone, you know, like the like, you know, I love cooking with red wine. Sometimes I like to put it in the food. Um, like all of those signs <laughs> in the Christ. kitchen. My mom owns all of those signs. So I would just be speaking mostly in puns uh-huh. um, and cheeky sayings. So red wine, definitely. What do you want to see? What do you want to see fall off? We, Yuka, right? We can't. No. Well, I just like, Yuka. I'm just like, I'm not prepared to get like my ass handed to me by Brian on, our, no, on the first man. episode, you know? <laughs> It's just like, yeah, I feel like it'll just be like a me and Chris like therapy session. Yeah, just watching as this yuka master just runs circles around I am, us. I am yeah. a yuka master. I am a yuka master. I love uh, Mochiko. We actually have a shitload of Mochiko in our uh, pantry from when Seth made mochi ice cream, oh. uh, which like nearly killed him. So I would love to mess with that again. I could give, I like, I could take or leave bourbon, honestly. <laughs> like, I know, like, I know, like, people are like, yeah, bourbon, maple glaze cupcakes and stuff. I think but you're like, right. I think that bourbon, I don't know. <laughs> I think bourbon sounds like a better idea than it would be. Cause what are we, what are we going to make? Cook bourbon? <laughs> what, are we, <laughs> what, about, what about a bourbon glazed salmon? <laughs> I feel like bourbon salmon. And I don't know why you guys are not saying this, but like, I don't give a shit about Faro. I don't want to cook Faro. Come on. Well, guys. I, well, I was going to say that, but I was like, oh, but it's such a handy grain to have around. And then I can expense a bunch of Faro. <laughs> sure. It's like, I'm not going to hate nice on a grain. grain. I'm, I'm a yeah. grain. You know what I'm no, saying? I, I don't have anything against Faro, but I'm just kind of like, it's, it's the salmon question, Brian. It's like, <laughs> what am I going to do? Cook some Faro? <laughs> be like, here's my, here's my Faroto. Here's my Faro risotto. I, I will say that that ingredient does sound pretty, pretty bad right now. Yeah. I would not want to play with that at all. The other thing is I do not want to have to break down a pineapple. Um, <laughs> if we do pineapple, I feel like just uh, the understanding is I will be buying pre-cut pineapple chunks. Well, well just know just know that there is hope for those pineapple empanadas, Chris, if pineapple oh, stays. So shit, I, I mean, listen, I'm not, making, I'm, not making, I'm not making promises, but there is hope. If that's on the table, if that's on the table, then I will leave your yuca alone <laughs> and I will use my veto on Faro. Okay? That's where I'm going. I'm using my veto on it's Faro. It's always on the table, but I'm not making any promises. Just just the, just, just the even, even even if there's a glimmer of hope that I might get a pineapple empanada in my mouth someday, there I'll is do a anything. I'm taking Faro off. Priya, do you want to see bourbon go? You want to see Yeah, I'll take I'd like to take bourbon off. All right. Yeah. Brian I'm going to go ahead and take salmon off. <laughs> America's sweetheart. You took America's sweetheart yeah, right wow. out of the fucking running. I, I mean, wow. I was wow, very wow, serious wow. about, I was serious about it. It was not a game. This is a strong, this is a strong, strong, strong wheel here. This Let is me, a really uh, strong wheel. You're about to get real, real. Tell me we about to have yuca. We got to have yuca. Ooh, <laughs> oh, man, have yuca. So I gave Give it a little that. shuffle just so everybody's, uh, remembers. This is our, our listener submitted ingredients wheel. Pineapple, zucchini, short ribs, red wine, pork belly, yuca, gochujang, sweet rice flour, sweetened condensed milk, and cabbage. Uh, I'm going to give this a spin, and then we're going to come up with some recipes to go along with these ingredients. 
Mamma mia. Oh my god, Priya. It's slowing. It's oh, holy yeah. oh, yes. shit. Holy yes. shit. Holy you shit. You got the mojo. Vamos. Vamos a cocinar muy bien. Oh, yes. We are going right. to have some great yuca. It's going to be a yuca party, guys. That's insane. Embrace oh, it. That's insane. Oh, That's my crazy. God. Embrace it. This is real. This is really, really real. to another meeting of the recipe club where we debate the best way to cook things you want to eat and uh you know what guys i'm just gonna say it. this is the only podcast in the world hosted entirely by people whom i would want to hang out with in real life this is this is the truth my name is chris ying and joining me this week in the clubhouse are recipe club legends to Paragons of virtue and joy, brutal but fair competitors, Brian Ford and Priya Krishna. Welcome back, guys. That's my rhythm, dude. Let's let's hang out in real life, man. I'm I'm happy you just said that. You just made me smile. I would honestly love to we should just have like a meetup of all the recipe club people. Just should. I agree with that. I, I very much agree with that. So, guys, I said I, I went out on a limb and said this is the only podcast in America with people whom I would want to hang out with. What superlatives, what other superlatives can we give this podcast? Number one podcast in America this week that is specifically dedicated to South American tubers. <laughs> this is the podcast where there's rules that no one really cares about. <laughs> that's another right? that's another one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know? Number one podcast to generate a Chris Ying fan club <laughs> Facebook group. Thanks, Priya. I'm glad we can always bring that up within the first the five Fellowship minutes. of the Ying. Oh, I salute you. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Uh, yeah, I think this is uh, the most fun I've ever had in a club. That's a superlative for you. This is the I, first uh, club I've ever been invited into. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, so guys, we... we we uh, are not doing this in person. Like Priya said, we should try to have a, a, a proper meetup one of these days. This is Brian and Priya's first recipe club meeting together. <laughs> I've been I've been like so excited for this. Like Brian, all I've wanted is to do recipe club with you. This is a real wish fulfillment. I was waiting for this the whole time as well. And every time a recipe thing got assigned to me, I was like, nope, no Priya. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, because it's like, I don't know, Rachel is just like brutal. Like, even after I won, she apparently was like talking shit to Dave being like, well, really, I should have won. And I'm like, OK, clearly, Brian is the more pleasant one to do recipe club with. Uh, listen, I'm just I'm ch I haven't done one with Rachel yet, um, but I'm, I'm just I'm taking it easy. You know what I'm saying? Making sure I, I represent flatbreads the right way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, just trying to, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just trying to, uh, I'm just trying to do my thing out here without causing any controversy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad, I'm wow. glad we've, we're meeting up right now. It sounds so good to be able to get together and do that. And we're, like I said, we're not, we're going to get to do that together soon. But, uh, this week specifically yesterday in my house was a fucking yucca 
fest. Yuka, it was all yuka all day. And uh, lucky for me, this weekend, uh, the, when, well, I don't know when this will air, but we're, we're recording this uh, close to Mother's Day. And so my parents are here. My brother is coming into town. Aww. We're with my family. So um, we all got our vaccinations. We're all in the clear. It feels really good to be able to do this with, frankly, with enough people to eat this much yuca because yeah. usually it's uh, me, my wife, and two children who eat next to nothing. Um, so it was great. It was, it's, it's just one of the many, 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 many millions of benefits of being vaccinated. And, you know, we're supposed to, we're supposed to sort of, uh, <laughs> plug vaccinations to people. And I don't really know if we're going to convince any real anti-vaxxers by saying this shit. And like, I really doubt there are that many listening to the recipe club podcast, but if you're somebody who's like on the fence or you're just sort of like waiting till things like calm down, I'll get it eventually. I'll get around to it. Like I know people like this, like, please just do it now. Do it already. Do it for me. Do it for Priya. Do it for Brian. Do, do it, it for, for me. Just do, do it, it for, for me, Brian, guys. please. Just do me. That. Don't do it for anyone else. I heard that if you show up at a vaccine site and say you're doing it for Brian Ford, they'll give you a, an extra shot. I don't know. And if you're having trouble finding an appointment, and you live in Texas, my dad has booked <laughs> over 500 appointments Shut for up. people. He is a appointment booking machine. Priya, is that true? Yeah, he's he's booked so many appointments. Like he's like the he's like the number one appointment booker in the Dallas Fort Worth area. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's impressive. That's real. Uh for anybody who is not near Priya's dad or doesn't have his contact information, uh get get vaccineanswers.org. Um yeah, get vaccinated, guys. Get vaccinated, man. In New Orleans, it was pretty easy. There's a phone number you call, you set the appointment up, you show up, you go in, you go out. It was very, very stress-free. So Yeah. There's no there's no reason not to do it now. Um so, as I alluded to earlier, this week on the Recipe Club, we chose a well, we didn't choose it. You chose it. Our our Recipe Club podcast Facebook group submitted a bunch of different ingredients. We put it on a wheel and it hit uh and I I'm pretty sure Brian didn't fix this. It hit yuca, which was a request yuka. from our listeners. <laughs> if you do a Google search for yuca recipes, you get a paltry 2.1 million results. Cassava, which I think is the same as yuca, mm -hmm. will give 18.6 million results. But still, it's it's one of the lower um, hits we've gotten, and I I think that's less to do with yuca as an ingredient because this is a this is a staple. This is one of the most important foods on our planet, and more to do with I don't know. People just don't quite know what to do with it beyond what they've experienced, and that's that includes me. So. I'm I'm a yuca dum dum, a Ooh. cassava know nothing. Where uh, where are you? let's start with you, Priya, because I because Brian was champing at the bit to I'm, get I'm this. I'm licking one going. my chops to talk about yuca. <laughs> oh God, can we just like record Brian saying yuca over and over again? Like, <laughs> I know, get my right? ringtone on my phone. I know. <laughs> let's just do. Let's we can, just switch we can to an ASMR pod. Let's just have <laughs> yeah. Brian saying. Do, do you guys want, you want me to back away from maybe something like this? Is that a no, 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 no. Get, get right oh, up in there. Get up in there. I want to hear yuca. Oh my god, it's yeah. unbelievable. Um, <laughs> um yeah, fellow Yuka Dum Dum over here. Um I really didn't know much about it at all. I had to sort of Google it to even figure out what what family it was in. But I mean, I am always excited about 
sort of like an ingredient that feels like a real shapeshifter in food that can do so many things that can be applied in um, sweet and savory preparations. Um, I approach this as like a real dummy, but I also was and am really, really excited to learn more about this ingredient. And yeah, I'm excited. Brian, take it away. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when I grew up, I didn't even want to eat yuca. Honestly, it was was something that was so common. So the way my dad would cook it, and this is why it upset me, (laughs) is because he'd make these stews. He'd make like a beef stew and he would plate this beef stew and it'd be like corn and beef and like a nice broth. And there would be what I thought was potatoes. Cause you know, as a child, you don't like know what yuca is yet, you know, no matter what culture you, you gotta, you gotta get educated about yuca, man. Potatoes is easy. Like, Oh, potatoes, man. I want that. <laughs> so I'll be eating these stews and then I eat the, uh, what I thought was potatoes and yuca and, and it just didn't taste like anything. I was like, but what, what? I was like, nah, man. And I just remember like with my siblings, like you, like you got low key, like we ain't play with you got that much because we didn't know how to, we, we was like, we was like, nah, man, I'm making you, man, I don't want no Yuka. But then, but then that was, that was primitive Brian, you know what I'm saying? Young Brian, you know, when you reach, I don't know if y'all have like a, a, a food in your culture or family where it's like, once you're like 12 or 13, like mm. a light bulb just like yes. switches and you're like, yes. why was I hating on this? I love this. And like. Once you learn that like yuca and butter and like yuca and fat, you know, go together, it's just like this whole world of deliciousness. Um, then, of course, I moved to Miami for a few years. So the yuca game was out of control in that Cuban culture. You already know it, it was crushing the yuca game. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pro. I'm a yuca pro. I'm a yuca pro. And I am very proud of the fact that I love yuca. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that that Miami thing is so real. I think that mm. I, I was trying to think about when I first had yuca sort of knowingly outside of the context of, you know, tapioca or the many, many ways I probably had yuca right. or cassava in, in, in foods. And it was in Miami, I think. I was probably in my early 20s, you know, at a Cuban Ooh. restaurant. Ooh, get <laughs> you it. know, just get such it. a tourist, man. I'm just following <laughs> Anthony Bourdain to Cayocho and just like mm-hmm. trying to go to Versailles or whatever, trying to find my mm-hmm. my Cuban fix. I had basically the exact dish you brought, like yuca comojo, like mm-hmm. the, the exact thing you brought. Mm-hmm. And I think I've just been chasing the dragon ever since then. Because mm-hmm. that well, the first time I had it, the first, you know, I was past... I was already in my, you know, adult foodie, uh, my final adult foodie form. <laughs> so I wasn't like, a, I wasn't like a, a, a potato kid anymore, but I was like, I was blown away by this thing. You know, I was blown away by it's starchy, but it's not dry. And like the, the dish, the, the cubit, like the yuca con mojo, like it's just like drenched in mm-hmm. flavor. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so good. I've always been trying, every time I see it, I try to get it. And it was just never as good as that first time. So I was very excited to mess around with it. I have never cooked yuca knowingly in my life. So same, yeah, this was the first time for me. And um, yeah, all as I was doing all three recipes yesterday, there was a moment where I was just like, I felt like I was getting a, a, a crash course in yuca. <laughs> There's just fucking yuca flying all over my kitchen. It was, it was actually a nice variety uh, of using yuca, though. It was actually kind of pleasant to kind of get the different forms of yuca. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, was, I was pleased with the way that that, with how yuca day went. But I don't have a big family to share it with. So I'm out here with like massive amounts of like yuca. 
and a bunch of stuff I was baking and it's just like then I wonder why I'm gaining weight I'm like I'm just eating a bunch of yuca alone <laughs> with butter and shit <laughs> yeah we did bring a pretty good cross-section of things we'll get into the specific recipes but I, the last thing I wanted to talk about was you know again I think that yuca if you see this in your podcast feed and you're like Oh, the recipe club gang is exploring yucca today. I'm not. <laughs> y'all trying uh, to make some yucca? <laughs> yucca. <y 'all, laughs> I don't. Th I think I'm gonna skip this one. I'm gonna skip this one. But yucca, cassava, yucca, manioc, like it's part. It's like I said, it's a staple it, everywhere around the world. In Brazil, you know, farofa, like the they put this on top of feijoada, on top of everything. Like manioc plays such a manioc flour plays such a huge role. Yeah. All sorts of different African countries. You have like fufu and you have all sorts of like staple foods, you know, Cuba, obviously. And then tapioca, you know, comes from cassava. Like this is, it's everything, right? Like this is, it's the in secret Brazil staple. In like Colombia, they make pao de queijo, you know, like the oh, cheese yeah. bread. Mm, actually yeah. kind of similar to what, what we did with Priya's recipe, but um, that's just, that's just everywhere. I mean, on every street corner in yeah, Ecuador, Colombia, so Brazil, they stay on that. Um, very versatile. Very versatile. So. Let's talk about the recipes we actually brought to the table here today. Uh, like I said, Brian brought a yuca con mojo recipe via cocina de con fujitar. What does this mean? Oh, man. That's just some Cuban dude I found on YouTube. Um, <laughs> hold on. I ain't even got that in front of me. I, I, I loved I that Cuban dude for, dude, for what it's worth. Best, man. I loved him so much. Yo, he was the best. When he was talking about use olive oil, but then he was like, si tu tienes bacon. When he did that, I literally pulled my phone out and rewound it just to film yeah, him. Yeah. I have it on my phone, just him saying, si tu bacon. <laughs> Which, if anyone doesn't know, the guy was, he was basically saying, um, if you don't, if you want to use bacon fat or pork fat instead of olive oil to make the mojo, that's so he was like, you know, you that was bacon. really funny. Yeah, that was clutch. That was clutch. But, um, I, yeah, as soon as I saw this challenge come up, I just like Googled, I was like, yo, I want to come with, with the truth. I want to find like some straight Cuban person. And this was the first, I found this dude video. I was like, that's it. Boom. And I actually feel kind of bad because I sent this recipe with no translation. So I left y'all just kind of sitting there for a while, just like <laughs> having to watch Mr. Bacon. Uh, and try to figure out what he was doing. But. It's pretty. I mean, like, even if you hadn't translated it, like, what I he's yeah. he's he's so good actually, and it's so intuitive. And like, he 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 uh, it was great. Um, Priya brought cheese stuffed fried yuca balls and cilantro dressing from Smart Little Cookie, a blog. She's a Dominican blogger. Oh, she's had to throw in the Dominican. Dominican. Yeah. It's not just like white lady being like, you balls. <laughs> <laughs> she had to throw in the credibility yeah. there, the, the, the Dominican blog. That, you're right, though, because when I pull it up, I'm like, what, the, what this cheddar yeah. cheese is? And I was like, okay, she Dominicana. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I seen that cheddar cheese. I was like, what? Hey, blog friends, we're going to be making fried yucca balls this week. Yeah. It is going to be. Thanks for tuning in. I'm We're going to so take excited. a couple blocks of cheddar cheese and cut them into cubes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, it, that is a, it's a fair, it's a fair point, Priya, because smart little cookie blog could have gone, uh, either way, if you don't mm -hmm. know it. Uh, and I brought a bibinkang cassava, a, uh, cassava cake, a Filipino bibinka cake from Epicurious by Marvin Gaputos from his Adobe, Adobo Road cookbook. Um, I would like to start with Brian. We don't, the three of us have never recipe clubbed yes. together. We've never gone clubbing together. 
uh, here <laughs> or in, in podcast land. Mm. But I think we should start with Brian to talk about this because this is my my uh, idea of yucca. Man, it's crazy. I've never gotten, I don't know, maybe I have, but starting is, it's intimidating. You know, I got Priya's looking at me, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what to do. I'm starting this off here talking about yucca. I'm so, I'm like passionate. My heart's beating. Maybe my heart's beating. Maybe, this. maybe my heart's beating because of all the yucca and, and fat and chicharron. Maybe it's not anxiety. Maybe it's just like cheat fried yucca ball syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so yeah, the recipe I brought to the table, it's my man's Mr. Bacon. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And that's, it his is, um, <laughs> that's his name now. That's his name now. I'm a, I'm gonna try to hit him up to make a video with. I'm talking about that. Um, so basically, actually, to be completely honest, guys, I've never made my own mojo before. This is my first time what making mojo hell? from scratch. All right, so mojo criollo. Usually, you'll just well, I don't know if I could. I don't know. Goya is a contentious brand now, but. In the past, I would buy Goya <laughs> Mojo Criollo. In fact, I would just buy generic brands of Mojo Criollo. Uh -huh. um, it's very, very common to find that in Hispanic households, um, mm -hmm. like Sazon Goya and those like kind of little things. So I've never made my own Mojo. I actually didn't even know how to make Mojo, honestly, until I found this recipe. I love Mojo. And I was like, yo, nine garlic cloves. So, so basically, this recipe is you, you boil the yuca, you, you cook it. Um, a lot until it's like really soft and you put it, <laughs> you put it on a plate and then you make a sauce <laughs> called mojo. Uh, this is a Cuban uh, it's very, or a Caribbean sauce. It's citrusy. It's spicy from fresh garlic. Um, it's got a nice fat content to it. And then you get those onions, you get some onions in there in strips. Uh, you don't want to cook the onions too much. You don't want to brown them or, or sear them. You just kind of want to get, you kind of want to sweat them almost in, in, mm -hmm. the, in the fat. So you basically, you, you make this concoction of mashed garlic uh, with the fat, with the onion, uh, some salt, I think. I don't, I'd be freestyling this. I don't even, I'm even looking at the recipe. But, and then you basically just pour that all over the yuca. I mean, you just pour it all over it uh, and you get some pork rinds or chicharrones. Uh, you can add that on top, some dried parsley, and then you eat it. Um, that is, <laughs> that's yuca. That's like the bare bones, like, you know, the way that yuca is eaten time and time and again, by Carib people of Caribbean descent, uh, a lot, most notably Cubans. So this recipe, when as soon as I saw the guy making it, I was like, this is the one. And when I made it, I I mean, I've made yuca with like store-bought mojo many times. Mojo, mojo, code switch, mojo. It's, fuck, it's <laughs> hard, man. Even listening to me pronounce Spanish way too it's, long it's, now. I, I said mojo, mojo. I'm going to start my supposed to say mojo. mojo. on my burrito. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just say mojo. So I've made this many, many times with like different store-bought products. Like I've even made this with like, you know, those, uh, if you go to like a gas station and you find like the uh, plastic bag of like pork rinds, but mm -hmm. they're like styrofoam, mm -hmm. yep. you know what I'm talking about? Like, yep. like, yes. like I've made, yes. I've made this with like that and like, uh, like a, like a great value brand mojo. I've made this with like pork rind that I made myself, I've, you know, it's many different ty types of ways, but um, this was my first time making the mojo from scratch. And it, and it definitely was a uh, life altering experience. It was a life altering experience. Hmm. I did. I did use fat from bacon. I use bacon <laughs> fat. Um, I can't, I'm not gonna lie. I don't see olive oil doing it. I, I don't, I don't see, I don't know if you guys use olive oil. I don't see olive oil cutting it. I definitely found like there was an intense punch by the bacon fat and then the type of orange. I had a, I had some sour oranges 
maybe you could use like a cara cara orange. I think the type of orange kind of matters. Mm-hmm. Um, I could like if you get like a navel orange, I don't know if you're gonna get really that the the type of citrus punch you need. So it was life altering. Um, I had a, I had a great time doing this, but I have made this many times before, and I wanted to br- I, like there was no there was no question to me what I wanted to bring to the table. I just wanted to bring a plate of yuca with fat all over it and onions. So yeah, that's what it was. Wow. You could make this with olive oil if you were trying to keep it vegan or something, but like, it's just, yes. no, you can't, you, you shouldn't. And uh, like the whole point is pork fat. Priya, you used olive oil. Yeah. She's yes. nodding her head. She, well, she's yes. nodding because head. you don't eat much meat, right? Well, I mean, I, I, I do eat meat. I just like, don't always, I don't have pork fat just lying, lying okay. around. That was, that's the thing. So Priya. Okay. So, so in Priya's defense, that is true, right? Cause the recipe just calls for like, Three ounces of pork fat or bacon fat, which I had on hand, uh, and you know a cup of chicharrones. <laughs> well, like, and that that might have been my bad too, because he actually in the video says to use olive oil, and then and and when I typed up the word document, I excluded that. Uh, not think, yeah, I just put <laughs> yes, the pork fat, that, bacon that fat too. So that that's too. that's my fault. But at the same time, um, you know, fat, you know, you got to sometimes you substitute fat is what, you know, it is what it is. Well, Priya, how did yours turn out with olive oil and not animal fat? Well, I'll just rewind to my entire yuca con mojo journey. Oh, the pronunciation was on <laughs> fire there. <laughs> well, so I grew up in Texas. Um, my, th- I guess after uh, English and, Hin- and Hindi Spanish is like the language I'm the next oh, wow. best in. I've been speaking it since I was like four five or six oh, years awesome. old. She's been ordering queso in restaurants since she was just... Queso. <laughs> queso Can I get the big chip? <laughs> get, get some extra guac, please. <laughs> so I basically challenged myself to like watch it in Spanish and just like make it based off yes. of what the guy was saying. Oh, that's awesome. Because I've been like, I've been doing like some, I've been working as like a translator, like a translator at a vaccine center. And so I feel like actually my Spanish has gotten like way 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 better so i was like you know what priya like you can do this you like talk to people every saturday in spanish so i followed this guy he was extremely extremely entertaining loved him i do have to say i (laughs) made some adjustments not like mostly because i forgot to shop for this i like shopped for chris's recipe and my recipe and then forgot to shop for this recipe um but i had enough yuca and so I did not, I used lemons, which he said was fine. He said, if you mm-hmm. don't have oranges, mm-hmm. you can use mm-hmm. lemons. Mm-hmm. I used olive oil instead of pork fat. And I had too many pots going on my stove. So I pulled out my like Dave Chang any day and microwaved <laughs> the yuca. <laughs> yes. And how did it go? How did it go? Honestly, it was Amazing. great. Yeah. It was great. I like it really yes. turned out brilliantly and then like honestly so making the um the moho and like pouring it over it reminded me of in indian cuisine there's a technique called a chonk or a tharka where you're basically just tempering spices in uh hot ghee or oil and then you dump it on top of things and my mom it was sort of like when she didn't know what to do she would just like take a vegetable and like make a chonk and like dump it on top and veg like very starchy things like work very well with that technique. And so I was just amazed at just like how much the yucca just like absorbed Mm -hmm. the flavor, like every, like it just like seeped into every crevice of the yucca. And it was so 
it was so good. Like I want to put this on everything. <laughs> like this, just this technique is so repeatable. You can just do it. And so like, it, it was just so, so delicious. And I've just been eating it. I've been eating it literally all week. And yesterday I showed up <laughs> to see Dave and had like the worst garlic breath. Cause I just like had eaten like a huge thing of <laughs> you could yeah. mojo. Cause I was like, this was my, I needed to like coat my stomach to prepare for the cheeseburgers. And it was, it was so good. Like the leftovers, like, I feel like what my mom does with chonk is she like re she does a new one every time. Mm. And so I feel like if I had mm. time, I would have like done it again and poured it on top to just like keep building the flavor. But I thought this was so delicious. And I was just imagining eating it with like rice and beans and Oof. like yeah. pork and just like yep. that whole plate. And that just sounded really yeah. wonderful to me. Well, that's why that's, I think that, I'm going to speculate here, but I think I'm right. I think the reason why pork fat makes so much sense in this context is because like ostensibly you're serving this with chicharron that you've made mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're rendering all this pork fat to make chicharron. And it's natural then that you have all this pork fat, this like freshly rendered delicious pork fat. And like, I can imagine it's fine with other fats. It's fine with, it would probably be okay with butter maybe, but like it, the, the pork fat adds so much to it in my opinion. And I thought it was, it was like outrageously delicious, but to Priya's point, the technique itself is so good. You could do this with any starchy vegetable, any vegetable, right? You could just like cook it however you need to cook it, boil it, microwave it, whatever, cook it till doneness and then just drench it in sauce, like in mojo, like so, so, so good. I, um, I had no bitter, or sorry, I had no sour oranges. Insanely, I had sweet limes <laughs> in my house. So like, <laughs> I had, I just like concocted it. But I think the acidity, Brian, like I think to your point is is important here. And it's not just like, you can't just use like a sweet, sweet fruit. And so yeah. I did like a combination of of lime and Meyer lemon and, and sweet lime. And it was not quite orange, which I think is is very crucial too to this thing i think the orange flavor specifically makes a big difference with this but uh it's great it's amazing my only complaint is <laughs> it's so much fucking yucca man like, yeah that's the only thing i'm swimming in yucca that's what was so, it like six pounds it's or something? two and a half pounds of yucca which is like a like you, if you watch the video he sits down at the table with a <laughs> but that's how we eat in Latino America, man. We eat till we sleep. See, that's we I respect that. I respect that so much. We and eat I, till I, we sleep, son. You get a plato of comida, man. You got to eat it all, son. No, I respect the hell out of that. And like, that's why I, I, I mean, like, I was trying, dude. I was trying because I'm like, if, if like Mr. Bacon can do this, like, I'm going to do it too. But it's like, I, I think I've talked about it on this podcast before, but it's almost like the same thing as when I see like a German person and like the amount of sauerkraut they're going to eat. I'm just like, you're kidding, right? Like that's not. And then they eat all of it. I'm like, all right, fine, fuck it, let's go. So it's a ton of yucca. Uh, I think you really, if if you if you boil it and pre, did you season yours when you put it in the microwave? Yeah, I just salted it and then mm -hmm. stuck okay. it in the microwave. Yeah. yeah, I think your water, if you boil, it's got to be pretty well seasoned. I mean, the the mojo will like drench everything in in flavor, but I think you really do want a pretty well salted water because like mm -hmm. yucca's dense. And uh, I also loved boiling it, man. Like you think it's going to completely dissolve like a potato, but like yucca holds on. Yeah. It just kind of splits open a little bit, but yeah. It, it, and, it, and yeah, like you said, cracks and crevices. And when you said that, I was just like music to my ears. Like <laughs> it does develop those defined little tunnels and stuff, you know? So it was, uh, I'm glad y'all enjoyed that. I'm glad you enjoyed that. 
It was beautiful. Uh, Priya, what did you do for chicharron? Did you have, did you say you had some? No, I didn't. No, I uh, didn't. Nothing. I kind of just made it like full veg. That's I cool. Felt, That's cool. I just felt very like Dave Chang. I was like, oh, I'm breaking all the rules. I'm sticking things in a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> if I become. <laughs> I mean, it is, it, it is option. I mean, at the end of the day, like just having the yuca basically salted with like some fat and on like the you know you don't need the chicharron at the end it was of the amazing day, so like i loved it as yeah. is <laughs> yeah i uh i happened to find uh, uh like brian said a little delightful bag of crispy crunchy porky yes. curly cues and uh <laughs> that went all over the top um okay well that was a it was a fucking revelation for me like i said i've been chasing this exact dish forever i think i if i make it again i'll season it even harder in the water and uh make less but otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go, Priya. What you want? Let's, why don't we stay in savory here, and mm-hmm. then we'll move into dessert. So, talk about cheese stuffed fried yuca balls. I've always been sort of intrigued by what I feel like. I I think the only time that I'd had, I'd had. Is it pao de queso? Is that what it's called, Brian? Yeah, pan de queso, pao de queso. So I'd had that dish before, and I really was intrigued by this sort of like the sort of cheesy bread route. And I liked this. It's I like I liked the idea of like a portable form. I, I thought the dipping sauce sounded really delicious and could be a nice little counterpart. I liked the idea of doing something crispy that has just like melty cheese in the middle. And I I frankly like loved her little trick of um, buying like a cheese stick and cutting into cubes. I just thought that was like super innovative. And I was like, okay, Vanessa, I'm, I'm here with you. And I, mine turned out great. They were light and crispy on the outside and gooey on the inside. And the texture was really nice. It was like thick, but not dense. It still had some crispiness. I liked the sauce. I thought it was great. I served it to my friend Talene. She was into it. Uh, I fucked mine up. <laughs> what did you do? I, it was not like irreparably fucked up, but it was like pretty fucked up. I um, so the recipe says to grate this. Uh, I think like does it say how to grate it? Like on the smallest grater or mm-hmm. anything like that? It doesn't say mm-hmm. anything like that. I think it says this. Doesn't it not say the smallest grater? Uh, it just I, says I grated. It, it just says grated. Oh yeah, it says the smallest size of yeah, the grater. Yeah, the smallest size of the grater. Okay, well I didn't do that. I had so much cassava yuca to grate for this uh, recipe club. I just, I, I had never used that s- stupid spinning thing on your food processor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, when I was so excited to use this thing, Brian doesn't know what I'm talking about. He's looking up. I it's like no the idea. little plate that goes on top that like. It's a greater attachment for function. a food processor. Yeah. Okay. And it was pretty chunky, man. It came out pretty chunky. And then I was juggling all three of these, like you were Priya at the same time. So my mixture just sat on the counter for like mm, 30 minutes, which drew out all the liquid. Mm. <laughs> so it was just like a wet, soggy mess. And I was like, there's no way these are going to hold together. They held together fine. The cheese stayed inside. But I think like a fine grate on this is everything because like yuca, like thick strips of yuca fried are going to have, for me, it was like too much still kind of... um not uncooked potato, but you know, like had, had like toothiness to it. They still had bite to it. And I wanted it to be like a little bit, like you said, yours were like soft inside. Mine were just sort of like crunchy balls. Um, they were not terrible by any means. My family loved these. Um, I thought the cilantro dressing was delightful. 
I thought that was a real nice touch, but um, I kind of fucked mine up and yet it still came out okay. How'd you do, Brian? You, um, it sounds like you definitely botched that, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, you just try to escape. You're just like, how'd you do, Brian? Uh, I just, uh, I messed up. How, how, how'd you do? How'd you do, Brian? I was just like, maybe Brian screwed up even worse than me. Uh, but it sounds like, no. no. Let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. <laughs> um, the Anise, the Anise, the Anise is so critical. Mm. I actually like that because really in a lot of in a lot of South American culture, um, you'll see, you know, aguardiente, the anise flavored liqueur. Well, I don't know what I call it liqueur. That stuff gets you messed up. But because um, <laughs> it's classy, dude. Yeah. Anise is such a critical like flavor profile when it comes to trying to like make, you know, remixes of like Latin American stuff. And I, I found that to be the the defining factor in me, like loving how this tasted, let you know, put the fried element and cheese aside. I really like the anise flavor in this. Um, I use a different, I, <laughs> I use a different cheese though. I didn't, I saw cheddar cheese cut into chunks and I was like, nah, but uh, <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't buy, I, I, I just, I couldn't support that at the time. I didn't believe in it. Um, I'm sure it was great, uh, but it wasn't what, it wasn't what my body was was trying to deal with. Um, I use like a mixture of uh, goat and Gruyere. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a little bit, a little bit, a little bit softer. You're getting, getting fancy here. Excuse you me. That boy put a little goat and Gruyere in there. Uh, let me. You you can't oh go wrong God. when you fry. You, you can't go wrong when you fry things. I'm I'm gonna just say something. You can't go wrong when you fry things, and you can't go wrong when there's cheese involved. Um, I think that the Yuko was the perfect vehicle. I didn't grade it to the smallest either. I used. Um, I did that junk by hand. I peel my yuca. You know, y'all know how to peel yuca the right way, huh? You know, it just kind of comes off. You slice down the middle and just almost like a like a platano, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. Excuse me? What? I'm sorry? What did you do? How do you peel yuca properly? Um, I wish I had. I, I should have brought one right here. Um, you can just, uh, I mean, it's just so hard. It's audio, you know. It's But you, you, you have a yuca, you cut it in half, and then you you slice vertically. Not too deep, but deep enough to where you kind of pierce the skin and the flesh and then you and then you just kind of and then you can just, you just tear, tear it off. you can just rip yeah. it off with your hands and then you rip it off like that and uh -huh. then i took and i took it like that on one of those old school you know uh box trapezoid graders. cheese yeah. graters boom, oh boom, my boom, god boom. Wow. hit them like that hit them like that and and all the moisture came in with it i did it wasn't the smallest but it worked and uh they were pretty much fried to perfection um the cilantro the cilantro that was a combination of english and spanish cilantro 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 uh, <laughs> yeah killing me right now the, the cilantro on, the cilantro aioli i suppose is what it was obviously it was delicious i mean you know you could you could probably i definitely did that because i i eat cilantro all the time so uh that was uh it was it was it was really good it was absolutely really good but yours both of your versions came because the pictures are like hush puppies mm -hmm. and the texture inside is almost like a little um looks almost cakey mine was like uh again i'm not saying mine was bad at all it was just like i wish that i had done it finer because i think it would have been a little bit more of that like hush what are you texture. saying chris i can show you a fucking picture here <laughs> i mean like it just looks like it looked like I, I i grabbed a bunch of hash browns into a ball and fried it you, you know what i did is i just stuck mine in the blender like i literally just uh, blended see, it until that. it was like super super oh, like damn. yeah the one thing that I did, I did not mention this, is I used frozen mm. yuca 
And I knew that that was going to have like a little bit more water. And so Seth's idea to add like a, just a little bit of potato starch and that solved all the problems. And I think maybe gave it like a little extra, like it almost, it had like a slight, like a mochi, like chew to it. That was very pleasant. See, that sounds delightful to me and mine were not bad again, but, uh, personal error. Uh, (laughs) let's go to, let's have dessert. (laughs) I, uh, for my recipe here. I once again, I have such faith in Filipino desserts to earn me a fucking win one of these days. I have such faith that the like the the world of Filipino desserts is going to get one for me. Brian here shot down my uh, mango float just <laughs> to just upsetting Filipinos around the world, frankly. Um, and I, the other thing about my recipe, so mine is a, a bibinka, which is like kind of a classic, usually I think made with like rice flour. It's sort of a, 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 a one of the, there's many variations on it, but it's a Filipino cake. Um, this one is made entirely with cassava. It's just eggs, cassava, coconut shreds, or um, I think they call for macapuno, which is like uh, coconut shreds in syrup or sort of sweetened coconut shreds, coconut milk, sweetened condensed milk. You basically just mix that together and throw it in the oven. And for the like a topping, you whip together egg whites and sweetened condensed milk, pour it on there, bake it a little bit more until it sets up. I really appreciated how the blogger was like, don't try to make peaks or whip this. <laughs> just mix the egg whites and the condensed milk real. together that and was just real when they throw said it that. in there. <laughs> just don't, don't pretend like it's gonna set up. And And that's the whole thing. I was, again, like, I was blown away a few episodes ago when we had John DeBerry on and he did these chickpea brownies where, like, basically all you do is blend up chickpeas and chocolate and, uh, you know, egg and throw it in the oven and you have brownies. And I wanted a similar magic to happen here for me with this. For my personal cake, (laughs) again, I think I would have really preferred finer shreds of cassava, of yucca. Um, And I think that generally speaking, this is a recipe that does better if you shop at an Asian grocery store, because I think this is made with pre-graded cassava that you can find in every freezer section of, a, of an Asian or I, probably lots of like Latino grocery stores have frozen cassava already shredded to the, to the appropriate um, thickness in the freezer section and the coconut like in syrup which mm-hmm. I think makes a huge difference because I used whatever stupid sweetened coconut shreds I had left over from the banana episode of recipe club. And, uh, here's what I'll say about my end result. I don't like the texture of like shreds of stuff in a dessert. Like I want like a, like the same thing with Prius thing. Like I just want more of a smooth texture. And so I was like, fuck this sucks yet again and then every (laughs) single person in my family was like this is really good i like this so i'm completely lost i think it i i think i failed on this and i would love to get another go at it to make it the way i would like to make it but everybody here liked it what did you guys think um brian can i go yeah because you are you already did the um Um, oh, actually, we, we uh, both opened our we both opened our mouth looking at each other, and then you did the um. So she she it. she marked her territory. You know, this is you're you're catching on. I didn't want to didn't wanna do the um too fast. Like I didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? You know what it is. So, yeah. yeah. Sometimes yeah. Priya will just um to to stop you from talking though, and she has nothing to say. <laughs> or to, or to pretend she wanted to go next. Yeah. Totally. Was that a pretend um, or was it a real? No, like, I did. I did want to go next. Okay. Go uh, for it. <laughs> 
So I was really excited. This recipe was like everything I like in a recipe. I love bibinka. Seth and I had just made one um, testing recipes for another cookbook. And we just love this dessert so much. It was really easy to make. I wish that it were a little bit less bland. Like mm-hmm. it just, it just, the, the texture and the flavor just... I just wanted everything to be amped up and, mm-hmm. and Seth felt the same way. And so Seth had just made some like really good, it was sort of like a dulce de leche and he just spread that over the top mm. and then put flaky sea salt. Mm. Man, that was you know what? delicious. That's like that, that. Like literally for the last day since I made this, I've just like been seeing it in the corner and just been like, what can I put on this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just wanted like you said, Priya, it needs to kind of be amped up. Like I would do, they'll say the leche on the top sounds fucking awesome. It was so good. Oh my God. It was transformative. And we brought them sort of like bars to our friends and they loved them. And I felt guilty that I'd like once again, totally changed the recipe. But I mean, frankly, Seth just did it. He didn't even ask. He just was like, I think I know what's going to make this taste better. So I think it's actually, it's funny that you said that about um, adding the dulce leche. I had a Nutella. Uh, oh, so, so, mm, this, this, so hold on. That's ho- awesome. Uh, 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 hold, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, chill out. Chill He's out. here. Uh, <laughs> it's a good vessel. All right. This recipe is a good vessel. It's like, I like the texture. I like the chunkiness of, of stuff like, um, I like when there's shredded coconut all up in my stuff. You know, when I make coconut bread, I'll put like those like thick, shards of coconut and you got to feel it you got to feel it when you eat it so when i felt that texture i was digging that hmm. uh i bake mine perfectly because i'm a baker um the, 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 the color that you're in, the color was the what color was critical the, yeah yeah you already know i'm a flex that's why we out here with the microphone we flexing everybody out here flexing we flex that's all we do is flex our job is to flex oh <laughs> no, so don't, um it's a it's just such a good vessel like it's on its own it left me wanting for sure I'm not going to lie, but I think Nutella, dulce de leche, strawberry jam, you name it. it actually, it's kind of cool. Really simple to make. You just basically put a bunch of stuff in a bowl and put it in the oven or in a, in a whatever, in a, in a, a baking thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm a baker. <laughs> I'm, I'm a baker. You know I'm, you know a, I'm a real in baker a, over here. In a, in I'm a, a baking fucking thing. flex over here. <laughs> a, you mix some, I mean, you throw some, uh, it's a baking thing, and then into the, what's the so, hot box called? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you have to anti-flex as well. Um, nah, there, yeah, because it adds, it adds hu- humility to you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, but for real, real talk, it was delicious once I added things to it. It was okay on its own, but maybe that's, and I don't know if the author of the recipe said, yo, like, I know my recipe is a little bit bland, but if you put some stuff on it, it will be better. I don't know if they said that, but I think that would be the application for it. Um, very simple to make though. And you're right though. I use bagged Sweden, uh, uh, shredded coconut. I didn't use, uh, the macapuno, you know what I'm saying? So maybe there's something there that you know unfortunately i wasn't able to discover but with nutella like with anything i mean i could put nutella on this orange peel and it would probably taste good so i don't know if that really it, does it does this count you could put dulce de leche on anything and it's gonna be good so it's, i don't Fair know enough. man we just opened up that's a different conversation that we probably shouldn't get into right now no i mean i think it's i think you guys are both right that it was lacking i think all of us felt like we wanted it to be next level a little bit you know and i think 
both of those things, both of those sound smart. I think Dulce de Leche sounds because you look at the picture and you're like, oh, it's caramelized on top. That's going to be love like that picture. The picture is mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. And you think it's going to actually be the first thing that came to mind was like, oh, it's going to be like Dulce de Leche. Like that looks yeah. so good. Part and then it's like, like, is that that picture is like, is that just like some other cheesecake or something? Or is that <laughs> like, that picture is too good. Yeah. That picture, that, like that picture, you opened the recipe. I opened the recipe. I saw that picture. I was like, oh. Boy, we better have a party in here. I seen that picture. I was like, "Damn, baby, call her." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, call the president. I'm, I'm cooking dessert tonight. You see that picture? Like, hey, God. you know what I'm saying? And then you, and then you, you make it, you eat it. You're like, this is not like that picture. But this is like that's. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm fucking dead. Oh my oh, god. Um. <laughs> He's so, he's so right though. Like it does not it doesn't so have those good. sort of burnt edges. Like I wanted those. Like I was looking for like toastiness and nuttiness that I wasn't getting. Real real talk. I left mine in the oven for so fucking long because I was like, when are these edges gonna fucking turn beautiful brown? Like I put when the is this shit gonna on. happen? To I got I got some nice. I got some, but I ain't get that. I ain't get that Epicurious swag. That's that. I ain't get that flex. No. I got a little something, but I ain't get that. No, I didn't either. And and I think like honestly, like that's the whole if I if I if I may. <laughs> that's kind of the point of recipe club, right? Like every recipe, not every recipe, so many recipes look good when you look at the picture. Just so many. Dude, that picture, I thought it was like when I saw that picture, I was like, oh man, this is like a big pastel de nata. You know what I'm saying? Like pastel mm-hmm, de nata, mm-hmm, the the, mm-hmm. the custard tarts from Portugal, which those things are banging, son. They're yeah. so good. And I was like, this is a big that. This is going to be that. And yeah, you're right. Expectations were set high, very high. Yeah. You know? And that's, I mean, that's (laughs) our, you know, we're like the ombudsman for the internet and we're just trying to like be like that picture is not real. I'm not saying this, this recipe (laughs) is not good or could not be good. Like you guys, you guys obviously made it better. I, I think that I like this recipe because I could see its potential. You guys already met its potential by adding to it. I'm going to give this another go. How thick were your cakes? Like how big was your baking dish when you guys did it? Mine was pretty thick. Mine was like uh, the size of like what brownies would be if you bake brownies, you know, like. Uh, yeah. What's that? Like an uh, inch and a half. Nine by or nine. Something? something like that. Yeah. I use Yeah. I use a uh, one of them bacon, bacon things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I put it into a square baking thing. Mine was like a little goo- gooey and ca- like. Yeah, mine too. But. Yeah, yeah. I, I I bake mine perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Let's do some. Let's do some voting here. Let's do oh, some man. discussion and, and try to try to pick, try to pick a winner. Uh, starting with Brian's uh, Yuka Komoho uh, from the Mr. Bacon uh, <laughs> blog. Uh, just as a reminder, everybody, the, the real recipes are posted on our website. If you can't glean from the bullshit we talk on the show where to actually find these, you can find them online. Uh, it's a it's a big old fat thumbs up for me. Um, like I said, I will make it in smaller portions, but big thumbs up. Priya? Yeah, big thumbs up. I love this technique. I want to use it over and over again. Brian? Uh, I gotta say, thumbs down. I'm just playing. <laughs> thumbs this up, guy. obviously. Uh, smart little cookie blogs, cheese stuff, fried yucca balls, and cilantro dressing. Priya, thumbs up, thumbs down for your I would, recipe. I would give it a thumbs up. I I dug it. Thought it was easy. Would make again. Yeah, that's that's same goes for me, Brian. 
Yeah, I have no reason to give it a thumbs down. So okay, thumbs up. Uh, and then the Bibinka cassava from the Adobo Road Cookbook. I am going to give this a thumbs up for two reasons. One, like I said, great potential here. All sorts of potential. And after I gave up that win to you in the dips episode, Priya, all these people started shitting on me. They were just like, you never defend our, you never defend recipes. You never do anything. You don't stand up for your own shit, man. Come on, dude. Like, stop being such a weenie. And I was, so fuck you. <laughs> this is me standing up for my shit. Oh, Chris. Best dessert ever. Uh, thumbs up for me, guys. What do you What do you guys want to give the final verdict on this one? I don't know. I'm going thumbs down. Thumbs down from Brian. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Bria. <laughs> oh, did I freeze? No, you're good. Oh, y'all froze for me. We didn't hear what you said. I think you were trying to say thumbs thumbs down. I said thumbs down. (laughs) That's what I said. That's strange because you're you're literally frozen on my screen right now with your thumb up in the air. So I gotta assume that's a thumbs up from Brian. No, Ford. no, no, no. Right, so that's frozen. two there, Priya. What do you? So, so now you can safely, Priya. Let me just say this: you could safely give this a thumbs up and uh, not lose. Just, just say it. Eliminate oh him, God. Priya. Eliminate I, him for no, good. No, I mean, I, Chris. Put the like, I, yeah, like I, yeah, I have to give Put this a thumbs down. Him. I had to like. You know, we this had to add thumbs all up this for, stuff. Okay, that's three thumbs but, up from the rest of the crew here. But like, uh, I, like, let me say, I, I had every intention of giving this a thumbs up. This felt like a winner to me. It just didn't pan out in the end. Pan. That was the word you were looking that for, Brian. You put so the thing political. into a pan. She meant to say, I'm giving this a big old fat thumbs down with yeah. both of my hands. That's what she meant to say. So that's a three-way tie, it sounds like, from, <laughs> from my side here. Okay, well, let's... let's uh, I guess that means then, since you guys both made me the loser, that also means I get to pick the winner of the two of you here. I'm I'm going to step in and say I think that between the two, I would I would more likely make Brian's recipe just because of like the universality of the technique. Just going to throw that well, out. Funnily there. enough, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I think that uh, <laughs> I think it's sentimental for me. This dish. I think that the fried yuca balls are great, and you you uh, like Brian said, like you can't go wrong with fried things stuffed with cheese and for that reason i think this is a victory for mr brian ford you know i will say priya this reminds me of the time i brought sausage cheese balls to the table and they were really delicious <laughs> oh, but right. i still lost and oh, got thumbs right. down so sorry sorry know, it's all good hey man <laughs> sorry cheap. that's uh that's, that's precedent sorry you can absolutely bring fried things with cheese and lose uh brian proved that <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, thank you so much, guys, for participating in uh, today's edition of Brian Ford winning. Uh, we will see what happens uh, next time when we pick another ingredient that I will excel at. You get to do that right now because you get to fill in the recipe wheel slot formerly occupied by Yuka. Um, as a reminder, our wheel is a user generated, is a recipe club listener generated wheel that includes pineapple, zucchini, short ribs, red wine, pork belly, gochujang, sweet rice flour, sweetened condensed milk, and cabbage. Other things that were on the uh, listener request list were anchovies, cauliflower, steakums, jalapenos, and American cheese. Oh, American cheese. Okay. Can I put that? Okay. American, American cheese. cheese. I love American. Yo, let me tell y'all something right now. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to throw this place under the bus. Actually, I shouldn't name them, but I went to get a bagel, and it's not about the quality of the bagel. 
that I got here in New Orleans, like it was whatever, but they didn't offer American cheese mm -hmm. for their sandwiches. Mm -hmm. And they put cheddar cheese on my sausage, egg and cheese. And I was like, dog, American <laughs> cheese, homie. It don't matter what city you in. This ain't about New York City tap water. None of that. Don't put no cheddar cheese on my bagel sandwich, son. So give me that American cheese, baby. Did you say all of those things? I didn't say anything to but them. He didn't say anything. Nice. <laughs> he just walked I'm, out dejectedly. Yo, and ate I ain't, his go, cheddar I ain't gonna go in there. Everybody wearing masks and they hustling, trying to keep their business afloat. I ain't gonna say nothing like that. <laughs> but I, I, I internalized it. <laughs> you just American cheese. This is like the, this is why you wear a mask, Brian. Just like grumbling under there. Yeah. Like an American cheese, you son of a bitch. Cheese. I was one of my cheddar cheese bastards. All right, let's give this a. Spinaroo is yep. slowing down oh, on piña, 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 piña. Yes, wow. sir. another chance for pineapple empanadas. Wow. One more oh, chance. My goodness gracious. For us to finally, the only thing that people believe is less real than the wheel of recipes is these fucking pineapple empanadas. So let's make it, let's, let's, let's burst that bubble. I, I can't confirm or deny that I'm <laughs> submitting that recipe. <laughs> All I right, apologize. so the next time we see these two, we will uh, be cooking with pineapple, piña. Um, thank you to our producers uh, at The Ringer, Spotify, Isaac Lee, and Sasha Ashal. Check out our social channels, please. Recipe Club on Instagram and the Recipe Club podcast Facebook group, where uh, yours truly recently did a little Q&A, and I almost passed out because I tried to answer every single question in the group. Literally almost passed out. Uh, I'll do it again. I'll do it all the time. Share your comments, photos, and videos. Send us emails at recipeclub at majordomomedia.com. Our next episode will be <laughs> Pillsbury Tube Dough. Oh, there's got to be. A oh, I'm way so to... sad. I'm not part of that. Who's that with Rachel? Same. That's that what Rachel called. So good. I love love Pillsbury tube yeah. dough. I like the I like the crescents. I like opening mm -hmm. the can. I with love the thumb yeah. And, let, I and letting the and letting oh, the can. So pop. You know, yes, opening, you yes. know the opening. I should save this joke for the actual show. But you know, like opening that can is always just like me unbuttoning my pants at the end of the night. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> there's too much dough in this tube, man. Oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, you can go a lot of ways with that joke, man. Save that one. Reuse it, use it. Uh, That's a good one. The next time uh, Dave and I record with Brian, the next time we see him, we'll be talking about spam. Oof. And the next time, man, this is a fucking killer lineup. And the next time Priya's on with uh, Dave and myself, we'll be doing a little instant ramen showdown. So, Mamma mia. All sorts mm -hmm. of good shit coming Just up. Just buy that new Momofuku ramen and submit that as the recipe <laughs> and see what happens. That's a good idea. That's no, a good idea. Like, why, why not? How can I you know. go wrong? I mean, how can Dave vote against that? No, mm -hmm. you can't. That would actually be crazy if he did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.